1: Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com, NBC Sports, Twitter.com slash ProFootballTalk. We get better, better. We, get better, better. So we can't beat, beat. Game talk. Game talk. NFL insider Mike Florio with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score.
0: Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We always enjoy our opportunity to talk to Mike Florio and he joins us now as all guests do on the score hotline presented to you by soda, weight loss, visit soda, weight com. That's S O T a Michael. Good morning. How are you doing great? How are
1: you guys today?
0: Pretty good. You know, we're all fired up because the, uh, obviously the, the bears have all the money in the world and they can control the free agent market and, uh, and lo and behold, it's kind of tag day, right? It's the first time teams will be able to to start uh, uh, tagging players. And um, and we're fascinated at how quickly this process could take place and who would be available for a team uh, like the Bears with the money they have to throw around in free agency.
1: Yeah, and look, we, we've made this argument many times over the years. The opening of the tag window doesn't matter. What matters is when it closes, mm-hmm because plenty of teams will wait until the last day. It's deadline-driven. The only reason to tag a guy early is if there's any doubt as to whether or not he was going to be tagged, if there's any desire to scare other teams away from trying to tamper with him at the scouting combine where tampering is rampant. It removes all doubt. It avoids situations where teams will put ideas in a guy's head because they know it doesn't matter, he's off-limits, he's on the franchise tag because for most guys who have the franchise tag, no one is even going to consider signing him to an offer sheet because they're not going to give up two first round picks. The one big exception this year would be Lamar Jackson. If the Ravens use the level of the tag that allows other teams to talk to him and sign him as opposed to the exclusive level, which basically squats on his rights and keeps anyone from talking to him or signing him. He could still be traded, but it it makes him completely and totally off limits once free agency begins. All right, Mike, let's get specifics on Saquon Barkley, the Giants. What are they going to do with him? Could he be possibly a guy they either tag or let hit the open market? Because if he does get to the open market, we're very intrigued here in Chicago. There was a lot of momentum moving toward the Giants getting Daniel Jones signed to a long-term contract, and then they'd have the tag available for Saquon Barkley, because every team has one tag every year, either franchise or transition, one of each. And all the transition tag does is give you a right to match an offer sheet that another team would sign a player to with no entitlement to compensation whatsoever. Once Dan Jones changed agents, and once we learned that it was because he wants more than his prior agents were able to get him, and once we learned that it's now likely he's going to be tagged. That means Saquon Barkley either signs a long-term deal with the Giants or hits the open market, which means that next week in Indy, his agents will be meeting with teams. They'll know what's behind door number one from the Giants, behind door number two from other interested teams, and he'll be able to make a, a decision, a rough decision on what's going to be out there and which direction he's going to go. And it could be the Giants offer him more than anyone else or that it's sufficiently close that he just wants to stay where he's been for his whole career and benefit from the, the profile of playing in the New York market, not wanting to change teams and go through that transition. But if they're not going to tag him, and again, the window closes two weeks from today, and if Daniel Jones is going to be the one to get it, then Barkley's going to be available to anybody who wants to sign him with a lot of other free agent running backs and a lot of guys who come out of the draft every single year who have full tread on the tires and who, as we've seen time and again, if you block for them, if you trust them to hold on to the football, and if you can rely on them when it comes to protecting the quarterback on a blitz situation, you can find running backs at low cost who can do the job, and that's what holds down the veteran free agent running back market. So it's going to be fascinating. But the Jones situation changes everything for Barkley.
0: Um, Mike, when, when you look at, uh, at where we're at with these the, the, the quarterback market and specifically – Derek Carr versus uh, the man in dark. Um, how how long will these things take? I know you think that the Carr thing could take a, will be a longer process. Um, he already has been to the Jets. Are they waiting on to on whatever revelation Aaron Rodgers reaches? And you know, is a is a quarterback you can get? I know how good Rodgers is, but a guy that you can get better than a guy you have to trade for.
1: Well, Carr is in a position if he wanted to do it. He was cut a week ago. Yeah. He's in a position where he could say, hey, folks, get in line, and let's figure this out, and I'm going to pick a team, and I'm going to do it now. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's in the team's best interest for him to play along the way that he is. His brother said last night on NFL Network it's going to be a long process, that he's going to meet with all the teams that may be interested, but he wants to sign in advance of free agency so he can help be part of the recruiting effort for other free agents, which, does it really matter if Derek Carr is texting you and calling you? You know what matters in free agency. How many zeros come before the decimal point? That's all that matters. Derek Carr isn't going to make a damn bit of difference, and it's a little delusional for him to think that he will. But if he wanted to get the best possible contract, the way to do it is to say, step right up, and we're going to do this deal, and here we go. Other teams now are able to sit back and say, you know, we're only we're three weeks away. We're one week away from the combine when it doesn't matter if guys are free agents or not. We're going to know what guys are going to want. And so cars just getting lumped in with everyone else. This head start of his is going to be squandered. And I think for the Jets in particular, yeah, let's see if Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Let's see what the Packers would want for him. And then the question is do you pay Aaron Rodgers? Do you give up what the Packers want for Aaron Rodgers? Or do you sign the guy who's free and clear? Who is more in that mid-level category? I mean, there's a reason why Derek Carr's career record is below 500. You can make all the excuses you want. The defense has been bad, yada, yada, yada. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, and that's fine. You just have to know that going in. He's not going to come in and transform your franchise the way Tom Brady transformed the Buccaneers or the way Aaron Rodgers maybe would have transformed a team a couple of years ago. Right now there's risk because there's a chance he's in the early stages of the decline. That would explain the dip in performance last year, if that's the case. So that's part of the challenge for the Jets, and uh, it's going to be a hell of a decision for them to make. But for now, they're waiting for him to come out of that, that meat locker that he's in, or wherever he's, he's found total darkness, and, and uh, let the world know what he wants to do. Quickly, Mike, is Rex Ryan going to leave the studio and be the Broncos defensive coordinator? You know, it's amazing that his name hasn't previously come up, but once a guy's been a coach for a couple of times, head coach, it's hard to to take that step back and go submit to the authority of someone else. But if he really wants back in, you know, his defenses were effective at times. There's a question maybe the game's passed him by after seven years, but it's a great spot if Sean Payton wants you because he's just going to throw you the keys to the defense. That's what, frankly, got him in hot water with the bounty scandal 11 years ago in New Orleans because he entrusted the whole defense to Greg Williams. That's what he does. So it's a good spot if Rex Ryan wants it, and if he can still bring it. And they got a great defense. You know, great players make coaches look a lot better than they are, and they got some great players on that defense in Denver. Great
0: stuff, Mike. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. That is Mike Florio. Always fun to talk to him. Wow. I mean, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't a significantly better quarterback than Derek Carr, but, you know, you'd also have to give up a draft pick. You'd have to – I mean, it would – Probably a lot, right? But do you
1: want to win a Super Bowl or compete for one, or do you want to get to the playoffs?
0: Do you believe he's
1: going to do that for you? I think if I'm running the New York Jets, I have to ask myself that question. As much as I Uh, don't like a lot of things about Aaron Rodgers, how high and how big are your ambitions?
0: Good point. And, and I mean, they should be high and big. They
1: should be in New York.
0: Right. But who knows? Let's pass the mic to Mike. Yes, we're going to uh, bring in Mike Bray. We're going to talk to the – the current and soon-to-be former Notre Dame head right. coach. A lot of fun. Uh, good man Mike Bray. will speak with him next. It's Mully and Haw on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.